These high school boys and girls are having a hop at the local soda fountain. Innocently, they dance. Innocent of a new and deadly menace lurking behind closed doors. Marijuana. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message. Manscaped is here to make life less tedious. Deaf in one ear is your host, Cornelius. Our favorite food is steak, made from bison. Talking about space, in love with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Everyone is high. We do a test. Listen real close, because you're the next guest. This podcast off the rails, all over the place. Turn your brain to mush, take a trip to outer space. So drop some shrooms and get electrified, because Corey's got to tickle your third eye. I don't know why you say aloha, say aloha. Hello, aloha. I don't know why you say aloha, say aloha. That's how I say hello now. I don't know if you guys noticed, but that was a little friendly take on the Beatles. It was aloha, which means hello and goodbye simultaneously. I apologize to everybody that got the reference. If you didn't, go fuck yourself. I'm just kidding. I respect you. What's up, manscapers? Oh, I hope everybody's bush is so trim, dude. I hope you are as I hope you are like super efficient at swimming by how little body hair you have except for your beard and I hope that they make like some sort of swim cap for dudes beards so bearded dudes can get into swimming you hear that Michael Phelps everyone knows you're a sellout dude oh mm. I want to get rid of my beard dude I swim and I suck dick but I have a beard, so no, I'm still inferior to Michael Phelps. This is this is a ruse. Fuck you. If you have to shave your beard to get Olympic medals, do what you have to do. Do not listen to Cornelius Serber, your host. What's up, motherfuckers? What are you doing today? I hope you're listening to me on your commute. I hope you listen to me while you masturbate. Today is a very big episode. I didn't name this the butterfly effect because y'all know that that I used to have a weird obsession. I'm going to go in a little uh, detail here for you. Cornelius Serber was not always this star-studded, galaxy-ridden starling. Uh, please disregard everything I just said. I meant to say I was cool. I was trying to make it sound cool. It just didn't, it didn't come out right, but... I, Corey Serber wasn't always this sweet dude that he pretends he is because he's trying to hide away from uh, his inner feelings. I used to be... Zero, you fuck. What do you got here? Quit it. Sorry, my dog was literally chewing the chair I sat in. Fuck, dude. <sighs> Corey Serber wasn't always cool, okay? I know. I know what you're saying. Wow, Corey Serber isn't currently cool. Well, then you just don't get it, okay? I used to be a dude, and I was very obsessive. I um, I used to be pretty fat, so I always wore flannels over t-shirts. I don't know how I never got my ass kicked in high school. I, Well, I got my ass kicked one time by a girl, but that was a weird situation, okay? I skated past 
I overcame the being of the asshole I was. You know they say all these anti-bullying things don't fuck with the nerds. I disagree if the person looks like me. I'm going to show kids, my kids, pictures of me as a child and be like, listen, if you see somebody like that, target that guy, okay? Just don't look like me and don't be like me. I was a punk ass bitch. This isn't about that though. That used to be Bufu. Today I am Cornelius. I used to love the butterfly effect. I was obsessed. It was my main thing. And I I watched this in Springfield and I carried it to me with carried it with me to Kenton. When all these people met me, I was already obsessed with the butterfly effect. And it, it became like a part of me. Like everybody was like Oh, Corey is just obsessed with Butterfly Effect. That's like what people knew. And I even made on my MySpace. I studied, I had this class, this computer class, and they taught me how to make little things for web pages. And I made a little clicky thing on my MySpace. I'm very embarrassed about this. But I'm going to tell you with my mouth. <sighs> I put, what's the best movie ever? Click here, A for Butterfly Effect, or B for Butterfly Effect. You never had any option, guys. What kind of asshole doesn't give you options? Okay, this entire episode is about the butterfly effect. Not why I liked it. I liked it because of what it stood for. I was obsessed with time travel when I was a child. And I it might have been just to for me to change my outcome or for me to literally travel back or forward in time. I, I always wanted some sort of escape and that's what time travel became to me and it was it kind of defined me as a young child. I want to kind of go into detail on what time travel means to me and my ideas on it and future Manscape episodes we will go into grave detail. We're going to talk straight earth shattering mind bending time travel shit but today the butterfly effect. Essentially what the butterfly effect means is if you change some... Oh, I'm going to try and quote the chaos theory here. I haven't seen that film in fucking a decade, but I will try and quote it. Something as small as a butterfly's flap can cause a typhoon around the entire world. Now, when you hear that, you think you automatically think metaphor, but... Some people have actually put the thought and the study into something like this. And literally, something as small as that can change the entire universe. I want you to think of it from your standpoint as a person. Something super small. I am currently sitting here podcasting to you because I was hit in the ear with a water balloon. That's why I'm deaf in one ear. That's why the, the theme song says... Death in one year is your host Cornelius. It's every single step that you took has created this universe. And you can, I want you to sit there and think how far can you travel back in time, metaphorically, to figure out where you're at. Now most, most couples meet their mutual friends, Tinder trying to finger fuck the hottest babe in the, in the neighborhood, or a bar. We're going to use bar for example today. You and your bros want to go out to the bar. 
you don't want to you have an assignment but you are easily skewed by the um, having a good time that alcohol could bring to you now what you do you shave your ball sack because nobody wants to see that hairy thing Sheldon I'm looking at you and your balls are looking great they feel fucking good manscape it and you put on your favorite cologne your shoes are leather your pants are tight and your shirt is graphic not from Walmart we're talking Kohl's people keep up here you go to the bar I will have your finest car bomb you do a weird Bane impression to the bartender he says yes let's do it you buy the bartender a car bomb shot the bartender just happens to be the sister of the hottest girl in the bar. The bartender loves you, but the weird thing is the bartender that night, he changed his schedule. He was supposed to get off at 10, but he ended up staying until close. Now, that is how you met him. You and him started hitting it off. You took a car bomb together and he goes, God damn, dude, I would love it if this dude fucked my sister. His sister's sitting across the bar. He goes, hey, Michaela, weird name, I know. And he says that and then he pulled Michaela over to you. You and Michaela are sitting there doing car bombs. Michaela chips her tooth. She swallows it. It's going to be a part of her stool when she takes a shit. You mentioned that. Yeah, it was a weird, risky move. But guess what? Michaela loved that you open up to her this way. You and Michaela next day get some Jimmy John's because you're a baller on a budget. You're both hungover and you do the carbohydrates plus some mayonnaise to bring it all back to where you wanted to be. Michaela and you sit around, watch the Shawshank Redemption. She's never seen it. You have. You loved it. Now, just as Andy Dufresne is escaping a prison of shit, you begin entering a prison of one. <laughs> you enter Michaela's butthole. <laughs> oh my god, this took a weird turn. Anyways, you okay, so you're butt fucking Michaela and you're like, this is weird. I hope my peers don't think this is weird. But they do! Everybody thinks it's weird. Everybody even listening to this podcast. However, Michaela looks at you with lust in her eyes and then you in her butt, and she goes I think I love you. So what am I so afraid of? I think you're fucking my ass now. That's what I was so afraid of. You and Michaela eventually proceed to regular his cervix sex. We call it the Cerber cervix sex, and that's where you impregnate Michaela. You and her have a child. You name him Dr. Emmett Brown after your favorite film, Back to the Future, that has nothing to do with this exact conversation. Dr. Emmett Brown, your son, goes to middle school. There's a bully there. He was supposed to wear crazy pajamas that day. But his piece of shit anal fucking dad forgot. His piece of shit anal fucking dad thought it was picture day. That was the only time Dr. Emmett Brown Cerber was dressed to the nines. He had a goddamn suit on. This is the only time in human history recorded that wearing a suit was less cool than wearing pajamas. Now Ricky, the kid in school, the big one, the one that could eat three pizzas and still finger bang your girlfriend, walked over to Dr. Emmett Brown Cerber. He said, wear your pajamas, dude. Not feeling sleepy? Dr. Emmett Brown Cerber says, 
dude, I don't want to do this. And then the bully, I forgot his name already, looks at Dr. Emmett Brown's server and he says, mm, it's a shame you didn't wear your pajamas because it's time to go to sleep. He fucking smashes your kid in the face with a beaker from science class, crushing a piece of glass into your child's skull. Your child sits there motionless, looks to the stars and thinks, man, I wouldn't have even existed if my dad didn't go to the bar to that night. Now, I know I took you guys on an emotional roller coaster. I might have lost a friend or two. And hell, I might have even pissed off a friend's parent, which in my book is equivalent to the deepest of sins. Something that even God cannot forgive. However, I apologize to you guys for the previous story, but that's that's how I feel on the, the extent of you being in control of your own universe. Did you see every single step that led us to your little ridiculously named son being smashed into the skull with glass? My entire universe revolves around small pieces of existence. You do these things and you create a path, every single path. If you take a left on a road when you're supposed to take right, you're creating a different universe for yourself. And not just for yourself. You can be changing the president. So try not to take your existence too seriously. Because every single mistake you make, every single thing you do, is in turn going to create the universe I live in. Do your best to make my universe cool. I'm going to continue with this uh, chaos theory and time travel shit. And I just want everybody to kind of get their minds open to this because it, it kind of makes you feel better about life right like oh i should have done that oh i should have done that well if you sit in your fucking computer chair with your disgusting balls glued to the table and that's a weird thing to do look at yourself in that shitty mirror would you rather be anywhere else thank you for listening to manscape you sexy bitches please subscribe Please tell me if you have anything you want us to talk about. Here at Manscaped, we're just bros. We have a drink. We fucking podcast. This thing, this podcasting shit, I have, I'm like the lead singer of Tool. I, I have so many things I'm working on and they all feed my soul. So if you enjoy this podcast, please feed a brother's soul, dude. God damn, dude. When your parents are selling shit at the farmer's market, I'll buy it. Just hook me up, dude. I love you. Stay thug. Oil your beard and trim your bush. Fuck.